On today's episode of the RN to Writer show, we're sitting down with aspiring nurse writer Sheila Burns and giving her feedback to improve her letter of introduction. Today we're welcoming aspiring nurse writer Sheila Burns. Sheila has been an RN since before Google existed and came to the U.S. from Scotland in 2014. She has a wealth of experience in varying healthcare settings and most enjoys getting the boots on to work on the front lines. I love that. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you. Hi, it's lovely to be here. Tell us a little bit about your writing career so far, and also just for the audience's uh, edification, we're going to be critiquing your LOI today. So <laughs> yeah. tell us a little about your writing journey so far. What, how, how far along are you? Well, it's kind of short, um, the journey, but um, I guess it's been ongoing for years. I just didn't realize I had one or I was on one, but um, I think I started being interested in writing when I saw some stuff just in the usual social media areas. And I thought, you know, there's a job there being advertised. So I actually started writing for a, um, one of the CEU online companies for nurse credit hours. And um, I did a couple of um, articles for them. And, you know, I got paid and it was exciting and my name's online and you're like, oh, look at this. <laughs> Um, but I thought there must be a better way of doing this because this took hours and hours to do. And that was when I came across RN2Writer and I thought, wow, that, that's the content writing. I never knew anything about that. And I thought, I wonder how I'm going to get going with this really and not have to spend what felt like I felt like I was doing studies for my master's course all over again when I wrote those articles. So I'd, I'd written three articles, articles, it taken me hours, it probably wasn't very profitable because I was so slow or so particular maybe. <laughs> and, and then well, I saw the content writing and I thought, wow, that sounds really interesting. But like most nurses, I guess, I don't know anything about the market, how to approach editors, things like that. So um, I contacted Miss Haynes right here and it was like, just so helpful and I thought I need to give this a go because I really enjoy writing but I don't want to spend weeks doing one article <laughs> so uh, here I am. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful what a wonderful story and how great that you know you saw something it clicked with you it inspired you to go down this path because as you know I'm sure our writer is on a mission for nurses to own healthcare communications because mm -hmm. I just think that we're the best at it. And it sounds like you've made a really good start already on your career. Like so many nurses, as you said, this is a, a totally unknown industry. Definitely. You know, uh, just like healthcare is an unknown industry to many people that, that nurses are experts at. And so it's lovely to demystify this for nice people like you. <laughs> so let's get to uh, the critique. So the first thing I want to say, Sheila, is this is a very strong first attempt at an LOI. I mean, it gets all of the essential information in there. So let me read it for our audience. Your subject line says, RN freelance writer, 
which is awesome. That's exactly what it should say. Be to the point so the recipient understands exactly what this is about. That will help prevent this email from getting lost in all of their other junk that comes in every day, like all of us get. And then your actual LOI says, hello, hi, I am a freelance RN writer and contacting you to explore opportunities that would allow us to work together. If you are able to send me a topic with some parameters, I would be happy to send a sample of my work for your perusal. Thank you for your time, Sheila. All right. Well, this starts off strong and I think we can improve it. So let me get into giving you a little bit of feedback here. The mere fact that you caught on to this idea and put something together and then put it out there, which takes a lot of courage, <laughs> yes. is really admirable. So I'm proud of you for doing that. <laughs> Your email subject line is spot on. Uh, and the reason I say that is because the people who are receiving your email are inundated every day with all kinds of junk. And so, whereas if we were doing email writing for a client, we might go with a very clever subject line to intrigue the recipient into opening it. In this case, I believe it's better to be very upfront about what the email is about so that they can go, oh, wait a minute, this it might be something that I'm interested in. If you get too clever, they might just see it as more sales material from a company and scroll past or delete it or whatever. So very good, very good subject line. Now, in the body of it, I think that you do an excellent job of explaining why you're contacting them. You're a freelance RN writer and you want to explore opportunities. I think that is good, right to the point. I think what's missing in here is it, this, nothing in here addresses to the recipient what's in it for them. And as much as um, we like to think that we're, people are all generous, uh, the, the truth is everyone is insanely busy and doesn't have time to fool around with um, vague, um, vague requests or even helping other people. Like to be perfectly blunt, the recipient probably doesn't care that you want to write for them. They don't, they don't care that, you know, you, you want to be a freelance writer. What they care about is how that can benefit them. <laughs> so in here, I think what we want to emphasize is what we call pain points. Um, I think that you need a few sentences in here that touch on not only how your services can benefit the recipient, but, but why they want that benefit. So in other words, a question that, that nurses always have for me is how can I possibly know the recipient's pain points? Like, I don't know what's stressing them out during the day, right? Yeah. But what I, what I say is maybe not. I mean, most of us have not worked in the content marketing industry, for example. Um, so we haven't sat in the recipient's chair 
We don't necessarily know specifically what's stressing them out, but we can generalize because most of us have known nurse managers. Most of us have known administrators in healthcare and those people are frequently stressed out. Why? Well, for one thing, because they're tasked with all this stuff <clears throat> that they don't possibly have enough time in a day to accomplish, right? Mm -hmm. So we can assume that that's true of anyone we're contacting. Another thing that content clients sometimes struggle with in their writers is um, a lack of knowledge of very specific uh things in healthcare. Um, for example, if you're approaching a company to write patient-facing blog posts, it's, it's possible we can speculate that if they've hired non-clinician writers to do that in the past, that those blog posts haven't necessarily performed as well because they're very generic, because that writer has never sat in an exam room with a patient has never talked to patients, doesn't really know what the patient's pain points are the way a nurse does. So the way we would put this into an LOI, um, let me see if I can actually type it in here. Um, and I would put this at the front. I would lead with the pain points and the benefits. So you can say something like, it may be challenging for you to create all the content you're tasked with creating in a day. And I would love to help you with that. This is just a very simple pain point, time crunch, benefit. I can take some of that off your plate. Now we've answered some of that, what's in it for me business, right? Mm -hmm. As you go on, um, you can also, if, if you have researched the client a little, which I hope you have, like we have to walk a fine line between over-researching and wasting a lot of time at that with doing a little research so that maybe we can have an understanding of the type of content this client produces, because that will also score points for you. So let's say that you're approaching a university medical center and you know that they publish patient facing blogs. You can say something like, um, I can write patient facing blogs like the type you publish on whatever their name of their blog is um, and create more, more engagement because I've actually worked with patients who have X, whatever, and understand their frustrations and pain points with healthcare. You know, something like that. Like I'm just spitballing here, right? Sure. But yeah. I, again, now we have addressed um, what the benefit is to them. We have their attention just in two sentences. 
now you can roll into I'm a freelance writer, RN, and I'm contacting you to explore opportunities that would allow us to work together. This next line, I wouldn't, I wouldn't solicit the work right here. So this, this line that you put in, if you're able to send me a topic with some parameters, I can send you a sample of my work to look over. In a certain way, that's a call to action, a CTA. And you definitely want a CTA in there. I think this one goes a little too far down the road. I think that the better CTA for a letter of introduction is actually just to get them to reply. So I think if I were you, I would put something like, please respond to this email so that we can explore. Well, you already said explore. Please respond to this email so we can schedule a time to chat briefly to find out how I could free up some of your time for higher level tasks by writing these blog posts for you or something along those lines. Does, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes. Uh -huh. I had left it shorter because I thought it was good to leave it short, um, but I don't want to leave it just kind of saying like, hi, yeah, because basically that's all I've written. Hey, I'm a freelance RN writer and bye. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I need to put something else in, but I think it was, I thought it was a bit aggressive to be honest, but I wasn't sure how else to word it. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I think you're you're absolutely right that you want it to be brief, but there mm -hmm. is such a thing as too brief. <laughs> and I think that it's difficult for nurses or anyone who has primarily worked in W-2 jobs to make the transition to what to say when you're now contacting a prospective client mm -hmm. because like if you reach out to a prospective employer for example mm -hmm. as a nurse you might very well say things like I'm reaching out because I'd like to work for you let's explore opportunities right right yeah but with the prospective client you have to sell mm -hmm. you have to actually sell the benefit of your services. So yes, brief, but not quite as brief as that one was. I think five to seven sentences. Make sure. sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, um, let's wrap this up our 10 minute coaching for the day. I want to thank you, Sheila, for bravely putting your LOI out there. <laughs> <laughs> and allowing all of us to see it because like I said it was a very strong first attempt it just needed to be fleshed out a little bit so <laughs> all right well and thank you to our listeners and our viewers um, until the next episode keep pitching <laughs> <laughs>